Okay, welcome to Backseat Manages, uh, first episode officially. So excited for the rest of the season to go. My name's Milo. This is my brother Oscar. So we'll be alternating hosts each week. Um, and so, yeah, we'll kind of hop right into it. We'll also have our other brother, Ollie, on, as well as his son, Jude, who Jude probably knows more football than anyone. And he's he's 10 years old. So, but his birthday's coming up. So he's almost 11. So there's that. Um, but yeah, we, we got a couple games to jump into. We had two two games this week. The nice thing about Arsenal this season is being in the Champions League. The midweek games actually matter, which is great, even though, you know, we, we choked the Europa League last season, but we, we won't even get into that. Um, good times. Let's focus yeah. on good times. Yeah, let's focus on, you know, the competitions that actually matter, which is the Champions League. Um, what did you think of our performance midweek, Oscar? What did you think? You know, obviously Seville a good European side, hard away ground to go to. Um, what do you think of the performance we put in? What do you think of that performance? Um, I thought we did. Um, again, I, I think, you know, I expected us to go there and win. It was a team that we we should win um, and we did win. Um, and I, I think, you know, walking out of there, I, I, I felt pretty nervy. Um, just with the end of the game that it went to the last last moment we were definitely i would say kind of on the back foot for the going into the end of the game but we took the win and we took the win away and we're playing in the champions league and right now the top spot is is ours um we just have to hold our nerve so i on the whole it was good i um i mean we'll go into star performers and things like that in a, in a little bit but there was you know, some, some great performances from, from some of our individual players showing up. Um, so on the whole, I, I I thought it was, you know, we got the result and that's, that's what mattered. That's for me, that's the most important. Yeah. And more, more than anything, you know, the result is the thing that matters most. Yeah. Um, and we played, I think we played well. We, our style of play is a lot different from last year and it seems like we're a lot more organized from start to finish whereas I feel like last season we came out quick and we were like excellent at the beginning of games but then the second half we would kind of wean and not play as well I think we played like pretty well start to finish the end you're right was kind of nervy and I we we let them back into the game because we were in control. Um, I I obviously we had some star performers that we'll we'll jump into in just a second. Um, but overall, I thought it was a good performance, and we are top of the group right now. We don't have a huge lead. I think we're yeah. what we have one point. We're one point at the top. Um, maybe two. Are we at six? I think we have two points at the top ahead of Lons, but anyway, keep yeah. going. So, and our group is a weird one. Like, I don't think it's the easiest group, but it's also by far not the hardest. So, yeah, you know, I feel like, like we... it's a group of like mediocre teams. Like, I feel yeah. like none of them are, are just straight pushovers. Um, like PSV was a good, you're right. We're only one point ahead of Lons. Um, like PSV were really tough. Was a really tough team last year, even though we smashed them this year. 
Um, Sevilla again is is normally you know they're up there um, normally in in La Liga and then as well like right to the very end of Europa have won plenty of Europas. Um, right. And Lons, you know, they had a great season last season. This year, not doing so hot, but you know, they they they're a team that can pull out a result. So, yeah, we're at, yeah. And Lons have surprised me this season. I know they came second in the league last year, which is really impressive. Especially, I feel like historically, you know, they're not a great French team, um, but they've really played well in the Champions League. I know in the league they're not playing as well as last year, but you're also having to rotate with Champions League games with a yeah. squad that's probably not that big. So, yeah, I think they've really surprised me. I was very surprised we lost to them, but we had a horrible game when we played them. Um, it was very frustrating to watch. But the Sevilla, the Seville, Seville, Sevilla. It's, so it's Sevilla is the Spanish. Like it's Sevilla. Seville is is just like what English people call that city. Okay. But yeah, yeah I was getting confused. But yeah, Sevilla, good, good team. And I was just honestly happy to get the win. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought, I mean, to I thought Gabriel Jesus, I mean, I, I I'll chuck him out there for who I thought was the best player on our team that one. Um his assist was great and his goal was was phenomenal from that tight corner. It sucks that it resulted in him getting injured, you know, at the end of the game. Um, but his goal was was beautiful. So yeah, his goal was sick and his assist was dope as well. Like yeah, it was the the chop to free to move away from Sergio Ramos and then play that through ball to Martinelli. And for me, there's few people. I would prefer dribbling with the ball the full length of the field than Martinelli. He has the pace to like keep that separation, but he's also very calm and composed. And I think, you know, a lot of wingers slash inside forwards or strikers would have their confidence hit a little bit after having a one-on-one -on -one chance and hitting the keeper. But the way he just sat him down, sidestepped, and put it away, I thought was clean. So I thought Martinelli had a great game, but I agree. I think Jesus was just on another level that game. Yeah, and especially his 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 goal accuracy isn't normally his great, which is yeah. not great to say for a striker. Like we'll we'll dive into Nketiah in a sec, but I feel like Nketiah's goal accuracy is actually better than um, than Jesus's. But yeah, I think um, that was on full display. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we saw a lot of that. But yeah, it's um, but the the quality of his goal as well. So I I think he was a star performer. Do you? What do you think? I agree. Yeah, I think yeah. probably a nine out of ten. Like, yeah, he was he was, he was awesome. He was cooking. So yeah, great win there. And you know, it's a great time to start a podcast because we're on the back of two wins in a week. Two wins. So, there we go. Great news. Well, so. And and we haven't lost Go. in the Premier League yet this season, so yeah, which is which is crazy. A lot of people thought that we would slow down this year, and that there's no chance that we have the same start to a season as we did last year. And in a way, I've been more impressed with with last year, um, just due to expectations. So it's I think it's easier to 
get wins when people don't believe in you, but when people are putting the pressure on you saying, you have to do this. And if you don't like show your skill, then it's ultimately a failure. Even if you're getting wins and even if you're playing well, if you're not top quality matching sissy, then it's kind of, it doesn't matter to us spectators. So I think we've shown up really well. Obviously it's kind of been overshadowed a little bit by the way Tottenham's been playing and yeah. the way Man City's been keeping pace. And not only that, Liverpool playing well as well. So there are a lot Ty- of teams playing like unlike last season where it kind of became a run between the top two for a while. Man City had a Man United had a sniff in there for a little bit, but really they weren't coming close. It was mainly a two horse race the whole time. Yeah, this it was season like a, a kid reaching for a donut on the shelf that he just can't reach. That was kind of Man United last season. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they can see it, but they yeah, there's no way. Their mouth's just watering, just begging, yeah. and yeah, and instead but, City got the trouble. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. that sucks. Wish but we, I think wish we could have gotten one of those trophies, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that don't not, come this season. We're also the person that didn't get. Yeah, them, but, yeah, I can't talk much. Um, but yeah, this is an I Arsenal think this, podcast. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think this season it will be interesting how it progresses. But I, I think all of the people who are currently in the top four and there's people outside as well um, that, you know, I think this is going to be a good, very interesting season with, with a lot of jostling for, for positions. Um, But yeah, it's crazy. I agree. I agree. Um, So jumping into the next game, which was a pleasure to watch. Yeah. Um, Even though it was Sheffield, but like, I know, but it still is like, three points and it's not just a three points it was a decisive three points yeah. and it's not often i feel like arsenal decisively wins i feel like normally we'll 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 win and we'll we'll consistently win but barely um are you talking this season or this season and last season this season and last season like last season i, I don't remember getting i don't think we beat any teams Five nil. I or maybe not five nil. I remember a four nil. Um, I feel like we have. I feel like we had. There was a couple, uh, and I can't remember. And I know we beat. I think we beat Everton for one one of the times. We lost them the other time. I think, but a five nil is just um that's decimation, and as well like the fact it was coming from players that. Of fringe players, really. Um, all, I all think five. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, a great point. Not so a single I, one. I, and I, yeah, you're you're right. I think you would put, you would say our starting lineup. Obviously, Tommy Asu's been really good for us lately. But traditionally, and like for Arteta, you would say Zinchenko starts in his place. You would say Odegaard or Saka, depending on where he plays him. Um, yeah, Odegaard, or if you want to play him as a number eight, then you would say Havertz would probably start over him, or Posse and Rice. We haven't seen that yet, but Posse's just really injury prone. Um, and then obviously Gabriel Jesus is usually playing in Kessie's spot, so that's some good squad depth. Five goals from players that are typically on the bench is really impressive, and you got to credit Arteta a little bit. 
Yeah, I saw that we have, I think it was 11 individual goal scorers so far this season. So 11 players that have chipped That's in crazy. with a goal or more, which I I doubt there's any other team. I, I don't know, but I doubt there's any other team that has that many. I, I think mean, Newcastle scored eight. And so I feel like... Yeah, they, maybe. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure, like, I, I think almost... I think, and I could be wrong, I feel all of those goals were from different plays in the same game. Yeah, so that's that was crazy, too. but yeah. it yeah it was it was a phenomenal performance. I think um, I mean you gotta yeah this the, it's Nketia. It was you know you gotta give him as the best player on that. Who was in your opinion was I know we won. It was a great team performance. Who was the worst person on the pitch in your performance on uh in wearing a red shirt? Um, you know what? I'm gonna pull up the match ratings. Um, I have. I think two. the hard thing is, and I think harsh. it's been easy for us the past couple games because it's been Raya, but Raya didn't have anything to do, like really nothing. No, yeah, and you can't really praise him either. He had some good kicks, but you can't really praise him either because he didn't do anything. Like he just sat back on it. But I, I would say, um, in my opinion, and I, I think. I would either say not to dogpile on him. I know Arsenal fans dogpile, but Havertz or um, I would say Smith Rowe. And I would I would put this under the banner. I thought everybody had a good game. Um, they were the only two players I felt like really went missing for a big portion of the game, or just weren't really hustling around the pitch. Um, they were kind of taking their sweet time. Um, the rest of them, I felt like, were very much involved with all the plays. What do you think? I would agree. I'd say Saka also didn't really have much of an impact that game as well. Um, yeah. But I at least he brings energy and is willing to take players on. It's so frustrating because I love Smithrow so much. And well, he's we... he's like, he's such a good player. And technically, he's such a good finisher. But he's just not meant for the midfield he just what's it's so annoying though because i i i feel like it frustrates me so much because i'm you know standing there saying arteta chuck him in like get him in give him minutes and then he's given him minutes the last uh recently and he's kind of like strolled around the pitch and you're like what are you doing this is your this is your moment run for it um and he hasn't been so that's um you know, he, he got an assist, but it, he really just, like, gave the ball away to Nketiah. Nketiah did uh, 99% of the work, but he yeah. got an assist for his uh, for his troubles. But Yeah, the one that he assisted was an absolute rip from Nketiah. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's got to be Nketiah's best goal that he's ever scored. Yeah, well, they just, I feel like they, I mean, all the goals were good. I feel like they just got better. And that last, that yeah. last one, I was like, you have something in your cheerios in the morning because he yeah. was just on one that day so it was cool yeah. it was also cool that i, I like that he kind of grabbed his shirt and he said and he pointed to the ground like i this is this is where i'm i'm staying because you know he's he's a good striker he is a good striker he's not phenomenal he's not right. world class um but he's a good striker and so there is you know some debate 
you know, is he going to stick around? And I, I think he absolutely loves the Emirates, absolutely loves Arsenal. Um, and I think he's he's great to have as a member of the squad. Still not convinced, unfortunately, as, you know, coming off the back of a hat-trick, but um, as... You don't think five... What does he have, five goals this season? Uh, five. Yes. I think he has five. No, I think he is. I think he is. Maybe he had three six. coming into this. I think he had three coming into this. Um, and it's crazy that he's, um, I think he's started nine out of the 10 games, right? You're right. Five. He had two coming into this. Um, yeah, he did. And so it's it's not like he hasn't been given minutes. He's been given minutes because Martinelli's been injured and now Jesus was injured. Um, so. What, what do you feel like concerning the striker position? Obviously, it's easy to say. Um, in Kesia is we don't need another striker when he puts in a hat trick. Do you feel convinced that we can make the push for a title race by the end of the season if we have our forward lineup as it is now, or do you feel like we still need someone like like Tony, like Osman up top to finish those chances? Someone more clinical. It's tough because honestly, our goals are coming from everywhere. And and really it's um I, I feel like we're in a similar position to to City. Not to the same degree. Um City's a better squad than us, but like for instance, City had their squad and they scored a billion goals, right? And then they brought in Haaland and they scored a billion goals, but as a team they actually scored less goals than they did. They got yeah. a treble. They got a, you know, he, Holland's a monster. He's a machine. He did absolutely everything he was called to do, which, I mean, we can chat about Ballon d'Or in a second, but um, yeah. I... Uh, we'll get there. I, um, I think, you know, as a team... I mean, they got the treble, so they obviously progressed, but, like, they, they didn't score more goals with Holland in the squad than they did without. And I feel like we would be, I don't know. The the thing about Arsenal right now is our goals can come from anywhere. Like we had four players, almost five players that had 10 plus goals last season. Um, goals are coming in from, um, you know, Saka, Martinelli, Odegaard, Jesus, um, Trossard almost had 10 as well um you know all these goal scoring people um and do i think that either of our strikers are world class no i don't think i don't think jesus and i don't think nketia gets in the conversation of a world-class striker i probably don't even get in top 10 maybe that's harsh of like number nines in the world um but do we need one to be able to cohesively as a team do what we need to do? I don't know. I don't I don't necessarily think we do. I, I think that our fluidity with our team right now, um I don't know. I, I think I don't know. let me phrase a different question. Um because yeah, it's hard to say primarily when it comes down to it is about winning your matchups and winning enough games 
with something like the Champions League, do you feel like Arsenal, and I know this is early because this is the first time we've been in the Champions League for a while, but you've obviously seen City try and try and try again with the City model to try and win the Champions League. They bring, bring in a recognized striker that's a big body that can win those aerial duels. Obviously, they had a Aguero that was a goal machine, but it's different because he, he didn't have that presence of physicality up top with just being like a shorter forward. So they bring him in the first season and they win the Champions League. They win the treble. They win pretty much everything you can. Do you feel like in us for us to actually have a chance of winning the Champions League, we would need some sort of number nine? So you're you're saying your argument is saying that last season, if they didn't have Haaland, they wouldn't have won the Champions League. hundred percent. Yeah. See, I, I I I don't know that you can say that. I, I think I think City got pretty fortunate, first of all, with their Champions League. The fact that they were playing no knock on Inter, but the fact that they were playing, I mean, bit of a knock on Inter. The fact that they played Inter Milan in the Champions League final was frankly kind of a but let me ask you something gift do you feel like do you feel like playing Bayern Munich in the courses and then Real Madrid in the semis isn't a hard matchup yeah but I felt like that team was just was didn't they play Bayern and then Madrid yeah I but they they lost by such fine margins against Real Madrid last season I don't know I think their squad um but then you have Benzema, who literally carried the, the Real Madrid, like lit, literally carried Madrid to the Champions League. So, I don't yeah. know. For me, I feel like the Champions League, you do kind of need a number nine. So, you're, um, you're saying that we're not going to get to what we need to get to. Basically, um, if we had someone like Ivan Tony running up as a as number nine, so pushing out Gabriel Jesus and Ketia to the bench, have Ivan Tony running up along the midfield, we will get further in the Champions League. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Essentially what I'm saying, and Tony is unproven in the Champions League. Osman to a degree, hasn't shown up in the Champions League. So I would say having a number nine that shows up in the big games gives you a chance of would give us a chance of winning the champions league i feel like as our well, squad yeah, is set up right now it does but but like i i'm saying that our squad set up right now i don't think we would because we have too many we have too many players that can go missing if they have a hard matchup but i but feel that's like sometimes... what i'm saying i don't think our squad i don't think our squad is good enough to win the champions league and i i wouldn't say that chucking ivan tony in as the number nine instead of gabriel jesus is is a is a fix in the same way that like man city's full roster they didn't have holes i would say like they really didn't have holes i yeah. would say that we have we have a very good squad and i think it's it's i think it's very good but i think we have definite weaknesses in in other areas as well like we have been able to show we we've scored more goals i think i think we've scored more goals than city so far this season um we have the joint highest goal difference this season our goals are going in that's not an issue that's not an issue we've scored the 
we have scored one more goal than City and we have the same goal difference. So yeah, they've conceded one less and we've scored one more. Exactly. So our, our, we're, we're not having a, a problem getting balls in, in the back of the net this season with where our squad's at, right? I would say um, different places that we, we really struggle. I would say left back is somewhere where we have a weakness. Um, I don't think, unfortunately, that that Zinch is strong enough as a defender that, and sometimes we just get overran on that side. Do you feel like think Tommy that, Asu isn't good enough going forward? Maybe he he might be. He like this is him. I don't know. Well, Tommy is he just he gets injured so often. It's hard to really see what what he long-term brings to a team. Maybe he's the answer. Maybe. I think as well that um, Havertz is not a good enough Chaka replacement. Yeah. As of right I now, think I think, I think we're a big weaker. Hole. I think we're weaker as a squad. I think, I think, um, and maybe he can be, he needs, maybe he'll, he'll grow into that role, but I think we are weaker in the midfield and at led left back than we are up front i yeah. would say no good so, point and i i think i think those are some good points um in the sake of time i'm gonna move the i'm gonna move on it. to the next segment yeah go on um yeah. but yeah i think i think you're right i think shock is a really important space we need to fill and left back i'd say if we had but then i could argue and i was gonna move it on but once timber comes back maybe we do have more of a complete i agree i think i think so, we have a much stronger back. squad with timber in but um yeah. i and i think that was what he meant to do anyway let's yeah enough so yeah no it's it's great chat Arsenal. we're gonna get into a few of the other matches um that went on this week so i'm just gonna kind of list them off and then try and get your thoughts on them so starting with Tottenham to Crystal Palace one. So do you want to go through all of them or do you just want to go through uh I'm gonna go through mostly ones. the talks top six and okay. Um and, I, and just we'll go quickly. Yeah, I I what one thing that's off of the top six, I think we should also chat about Burnley, the Burnley Bournemouth matchup, because that actually was one of the biggest matchups over the weekend. Because those two, even though we're nine games in, that was a huge fight at the bottom of the table. Billing scored a screamer. That I don't know was if you such a goal. good goal. I did. I watched the I well Crazy. I watched the highlights. I didn't watch the full full game. And and honestly, that VAR call at the very end was as marginal as marginal could be. It was like half an inch. Um, went from from drawing the game to to losing the game. Yeah. And um, that could you know Burnley. I very much think. Those four of those three teams that are sitting there at the bottom of the table right now. Um, so Bournemouth, Luton, Burnley, and Sheffield. Sheffield, in my mind, is already relegated. We're not they're terrible. Said, but they're already they might relegated. go down in history as the worst team to well, ever they, play in the They have the worst record so far. Yeah, so they broke their own record for like the worst out there. But I think that game was huge. Um, yeah. and could ultimately prove the difference um, with who gets dropped. So just outside the top six, I think that one gets noted. Tottenham, they're just on fire. They're yeah, you got to give Ange his, his flowers. He's been exceptional. And I think they've been waiting for a progressive manager, and he's really gotten a, a great tune out of the plays. Um, 
And then what do you think about the Chelsea-Brentford uh, game? Um, I just think it's hilarious. I think that's, I think it's hilarious that's, too. That's enough said. I think it's it's really funny. Uh, and I'm being yeah. I'm so glad they scored another goal at the end of the game. It's yeah, just the cherry was, on top. That but, was funny. You know, we saw it last week. And they don't even have Chelsea. Tony. They have a good squad. Uh, yeah, they don't have Tony, which um, I hope he plays for us. But yeah. um, they played a really good game against us, and you just kind of saw the. I want to say immaturity of the team towards the end. And then at the end of the game, like I know it's the end of the match, Robert Sanchez is coming up, but I, I, I don't know. I just, yeah, think it was big. poor. And you, I mean, you have to, it's, it's, I, you got to feel a little bit for, for, for Poch, you know, I don't, I, I like Pochettino. I think the Chelsea situation is a mess i think todd bowley is a fraud of a person just coming in thinking he can just throw money um and just anyway i i think it's i think it's crazy but yeah um anyway keep going and then yeah moving on um to i'm not going to spend too much time on this but newcastle wolves 2-2 wolves have had they started off really poor but they've had a couple really top performances against the bigger sides so that's been really impressive to me um liverpool forest liverpool liverpool's attack is ruthless honestly yeah they, they've, they've been freaking me out they've been doing really really well this season i think as i said i think i think there's going to be heavy competition um i i think i think the title could go any way this season yeah and honestly like i know there was huge shouts of them needing uh, a dm but then midfield looks great Gravenbudge has looked so is... in the past couple games so Bosley is a, a monster he's a, a machine he really yeah. is and i like i want to put odegaard over anyone but this season he's outperformed odegaard like, oh yeah well he's also underperformed so yeah and then we'll move on to the game that we probably wish it ended in a draw but it was it's always nice to see man man united get spanked especially <laughs> considering almost all of our extended family are man united fans yeah um it's always great to see him get cooked yes but it- wasn't even close, and and that's with Onana making some phenomenal saves. Yeah, like it could have been. Which you can't say worse. that often. So. Yeah, you can't. He's, I think he's. But back to back games, he's made. Yeah. You know, uh, a big effort. There was one where he, it was like kind of coming at him, and he like palmed it. I feel like his hands are just tiny or something because like <laughs> he blocks the ball and it goes straight up in the air, like five feet in front of him. And then he makes a good second save where Holland's like right on him. And then Maguire manages to just kick it out. But yeah, poor, poor, poor performance from United. I think yeah. they are in a world of trouble. I don't um, think, I, I don't think, I don't see them. I don't see them hopping in top four. Don't see Chelsea hopping in top four. I think top four will look in a, in a different order. But yeah, I, I don't see any of them slipping in. Awesome. And then yeah, that pretty much rounds up the top the top um the top or the top six. Honorable mentions, I'd probably say Villa looked great. 
They, Villa's great. They're tied with Newcastle for the most goals scored this season. Diaby was a great pickup, someone I wanted for Arsenal. Um, Brighton won Douglas Louise is great. Douglas Louise is great. Brighton won one with Fulham. Paulinho scored a screamer. That was just Paulinho's I think, quality. I think he'll go in, in January. Yeah, I think he has to. And then Ferguson scored a great goal too. Very clinical. Um, cool. So yeah, that kind of wraps up the games that we wanted to talk about. Moving on to sort of a different discussion. Um, we're recording this on the Monday, which is the same night that they're doing the voting for Ballon d'Or. So I'm going to get your opinion on this. Who do you think deserves it more, Messi or Erling Brute Holland? Uh, Messi I doesn't. Oh, well, let me. I think Messi is the greatest football player that has ever lived. He is. He He's just, he's a phenomenal footballer. He did not deserve the Ballon d'Or this year. In, um, I think... <laughs> How can you win the Ballon d'Or and play for Inter Miami? I don't think you should be able to. I think <laughs> the the only thing that Hartland didn't have was the World Cup because he plays for Norway. Norway is never going to win the World Cup. They're never going to be, you know, even in contention. Um, but he won the treble. He destroyed the all-time Premier League record, which is supposed to be the most competitive league in the world. Um, I think Holland should have won that. No questions asked. What do you think? I think you make some good points. And I think it's a, it's a confusing thing because honestly, if Messi performed the way Holland did in a year where Holland won the world cup, you would probably give it to Messi, but the, the think there's some Cup like is, politics going on there. So. Well, I think there always is. And I think it's yeah. it's kind of like that. But at the same time, I think the World Cup historically has been something that's been wasted, very heavily weighted. And I think, especially in the fashion that Messi did it, also I feel like he's kind of getting judged for his performances at PSG versus into Miami for this Ballon d'Or. But I also don't think he did it very much of note at PSG either. He didn't, uh, he didn't do as They much, didn't win the Champions did, League. They didn't get close to winning the Champions League. But they won, they won their league. I'm pretty sure they won a cup. Yeah, I think he had most assists. And I know everyone says that the French League is the worst of all the leagues in the, whatever, top five leagues. But it's still a top tier trophy and he won the world cup by literally carrying Argentina and the storyline's going to give it to him. But I think, I think he deserves it. And I think historically, because you think about it, the world cup's only once every four years and Holland could win the next three champions leagues. So I think, Trophy-wise, what Holland did was more impressive, but I think in the context of storytelling and also how historically the the World Cup's been wasted, I feel like it should kind of go to Messi. And then, again, it's just another trophy in his locker that just kind of locks up that goat debate. Does he not have enough? 
I I was He's happy for him because crazy amount because I hate Ronaldo. But um, <laughs> see, I don't but, I yeah. don't mind Ronaldo, and yeah, I I feel bad for him honestly because I feel like this conversation's gotten away from him. You know, yeah. So, yeah. um, but yeah, excited for that. So, and what we're gonna do now? We're just gonna go over our predictions for the games this week, and then I'm gonna keep okay. a tally. We're gonna come up with some sort of bet that we're gonna have to like. Weekly bet. Too. Okay. Yeah. Weekly right. bet, maybe bi-weekly if it's too ruthless. So <laughs> we'll we'll chat and, and talk and we'll come up with um a good sort of um a penalty or um what's it called? Like result. I, I can't yeah. think of the word, but you know what I'm uh, trying no. to say. Yeah, so so first match, Fulham um United. What do you think? Um, I think two one United. Four one United two. All right, and I'm gonna say two two. Okay, you go to the next one. Brentford West Ham. Um, Brentford West Ham. I'm gonna go one nil West Ham. I think two two. I think somehow Brentford is is still getting goals in um regardless of uh regardless of Tony. And West Ham started strong, but they've been fading away. I'm gonna go two two. Okay. Um Burnley Crystal Palace. Dude, I really want Burnley to just freaking win a game, but I know. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go one nil Crystal Palace. Um I'm gonna go two nil. Two nil. To Crystal Palace, yeah. Everton, Brighton. Everton's been perking up, but I think Brighton. Uh, no, I think Everton's going to get an upset. I'm going to say two one Everton. Two one Everton, huh? Yep. Um, I'm going to go three 0 Brighton. Okay. And let's blaze through these last ones as we're wrapping up. Time, so, yeah. Man we City, got... Bournemouth. Bournemouth. I'm going to go four <laughs> 0 Um, I'll go three one. Sheffield Wolves. Uh, Sheffield Wolves. I'm gonna go two one Wolves. I think we'll beat Newcastle two one. And then, um, you think we'll beat Newcastle two one? I'm gonna say yeah. Arsenal two. Yeah, two one. I actually agree with you on that. Okay. Um, Aston Villa three 0 Nottingham Forest. Um, I'm gonna go two one Aston Villa, okay. and, and then, then Liverpool three one. I'll go two one. Okay, well sounds good. It's been uh, and then yeah, Tottenham Chelsea. Uh two two draw. Two two draw. <laughs> I'm gonna go two one Chelsea. But yeah, I'll wrap it up. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week, and we'll come up with a bet. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, and peace. Yeah, good chatting. See ya.